welcome to self the self-education your future self will thank your past self for having gotten uh, still need to work on that <laughs> i recorded the last week's episode earlier this morning and i'm back today to record um, because there were some things that I also wanted to touch on that may have been able to fit, but it just would have made for a much longer episode. And there were different points that could have still um, stayed separated. But I thought that this was something that needed to get out of me. And I was going to probably go home and play video games until it was time for me to go to bed. But instead, I decided to um, just stay down here at the gym after working out and go ahead and just talk through it. So I really take my time and process the dreams that I can remember. I make it a point to keep a notebook by my bed. So if I wake up, I can scribble what I remember and then look at it later and see if I can make sense of it. Because I do believe that there's something in dreams, uh, whether it be a dream as a premonition or a dream that reminds you of something from the past that's relevant to now uh, or it's like some sort of instruction or just the processing of a current event that's happening through metaphor in a way that only you as the processor consciously of this unconscious picture, uh, this reality that's just in your mind, I guess, is where it would be, will understand. And so this dream that I had, as vividly as I can remember, the most important parts of it were that I was somewhere where there were uh, like small hills and there was just like this little valley and there was water running through it. There were a few trees and there was this huge octopus and I didn't see where the octopus's head was, but I saw its tentacles wrapped around, well, one of their tentacles wrapped around this tree that I was walking past. And I honestly thought it was going to grab me, but no, it just wrapped its uh, tentacle one time around the trunk of the tree. And mind you, this is a massive tentacle. And as I walked by, I saw that the octopus was fairly stretched out. And it had a tentacle on perhaps food. It had one on land, one on a tree, um, a couple under the water. I imagine it was maybe grabbing something there. Uh, but all of its tentacles were occupied and it was stuck. It just stayed in place. And I look a little bit further down and I noticed this dolphin. And the dolphin was just freely flowing up the stream, creek, whatever body of water this was. And it was just swimming and doing tricks and just going back and forth. And when I woke up, my initial uh, response was to Google the spiritual significance of an octopus or the spiritual meaning of a dolphin. But I wanted to process this before having any sort of third party influence on what my initial thoughts were. So as I woke up from this dream, I looked at the qualities of the octopus compared to the qualities of the dolphin. Both live underwater. And that's what I got. <laughs> One has eight arms and the dolphin has no arms. Right. Uh, let me rephrase that. The octopus can grasp things and hold on to them. And the dolphin 
if it were to try to grab something, it wouldn't be able to hold on to it for long if it can. But it doesn't have tentacles, so it's not caught up in the tentacles that it doesn't have. It's free flowing through the water, just being a dolphin, whatever that means. Whereas the octopus is stationary, it's got all eight of its tentacles in use and it's unable to move. Now, maybe it's in peace, maybe it's meditating, I don't know. But the way that I processed that for myself was I visualize myself as having an expanded perspective on what my capacity is. So it's not about necessarily how many arms I have. It's how many highways of uh, how many highways of connection I have. Right. So the dolphin, just because it doesn't have arms, doesn't mean it's not connected. It was able to captivate me in just watching it be a dolphin, not holding on to nothing, grasping on to nothing, just moving through the water. And I'm captivated by that and I'm not touching it. The octopus seemingly is reaching for grasping at holding on to all these different things therefore not able to even move or enjoy the water it's almost like uh this was a conflict of spirit versus ego spirit being dolphin ego being the octopus so to give you an example i run a nonprofit. I podcast, I talk to people who are living with herpes about their experiences um, and assist them with navigating the stigma. I work with therapists on getting uh, people who are struggling into therapy. I am a personal trainer at a gym. I am a yoga instructor and I provide a lot of emotional support to a lot of people. And it seems to be limitless, but I think that my dream of the octopus symbolized my capacity. Just because I have the capacity doesn't mean it always needs to be, like I always have to be um, at my limits. I want to say that again, just because I acknowledge the capacity. I have eight legs as an octopus, right? So if I have eight tentacles, Maybe I don't need to have all eight of them in use at one time. Where's the freedom for me to be able to um, welcome in something that's worth holding on to or grabbing for, right? Uh, do I need all eight of them to move? Do I need to hold on to eight things at a time? These are the kinds of uh, thoughts that I had in processing this because if I'm energetically outpouring connecting pieces of one thing at a time so let's call the tree my nonprofit. let's call the land my job let's call the connection to the water my uh podcast let's call the connection to an animal my relationship and the, the hand in the sand <laughs> my family relationships if I'm trying to hold all of these things with my tentacles, what's getting my direct attention with my head? So we're looking at an octopus with a head and tentacles. How much attention can you pay to eight things? Yes, you 
are physically there, but are you really there? That dolphin with no hands was present with the water and it warranted the attention of me. I don't remember if anyone else was around, but me and that dolphin were connected or I was connected to that dolphin in my dream without having touched it at all. Removing the element of touch from the equation of connection uh, is something that I'm working on. I mentioned earlier challenging my relationship with sex in an earlier episode in that without having physical sex, still having the feeling of connectedness that one gets from sex. Therefore, sex representing a vehicle for connection, not the vehicle for connection. So this octopus symbolizes a part of me that perhaps feels a need to always be busy. I need to always be doing something. I have these hands. I need to use them or I have these this reach. I need to use it. I need to push it to the limits. I have the uh, seemingly infinite capacity. Uh, These are my emotional arms. Let's call them that. If I have eight emotional arms, do I need to always have all eight of them occupied? And what they're occupying, is it keeping me still? Is it keeping me from moving? Is it keeping me from being free? One of my values, my core values being uh, liberation. Am I liberated if I'm essentially a slave to the things that I'm holding on to, that I'm grasping on? Or is liberation being able to let go and just freely be enjoyed and enjoy just life in general? My dream doesn't tell me, you know, exactly, oh, this is what it is. Like I'm processing this and making a conscious choice on how I choose to move forward. And the way that I see it is more of an integration of both and. So both of these creatures navigate the water both of these creatures um and i I don't really have a lot of knowledge about octopuses and octopus octopi i don't even know how to say the plural form of octopus but an octopus and a dolphin uh the the most stand out aspect of or feature of these two was just that one was moving one wasn't One was holding on to a lot of things. One wasn't holding on to anything except for perhaps just joy. Like what brings you joy is what I got out of this. And perhaps it's not okay to hold on to anything too long or too many things at one time. Uh, Being a non-monogamous person, perhaps having all of my capacity occupied by relationships or potential relationships or seeking relationships uh being the founder of a nonprofit, perhaps that looks like always reaching out for funding opportunities always looking for podcast guests always trying to get donations uh as a yoga teacher always doing yoga always practicing always learning as a personal trainer always trying to get clients always working out always telling people what to do Why not understand and acknowledge that I have this capacity and also understand that I have it for when I need it? Not to say that 
this is going to be something that I withhold from people, but more so uh, know that I have it, but still live my life like the dolphin with a focus on perhaps one thing at a time. Because when I have, uh, when I'm in my octopus, my inner octopus, I am stretching myself perhaps too thin to be able to move in the direction that I want to go. I can't flow with the river of life if I'm holding on to a tree grounded in the earth or on the beach uh, in the sand or if I'm holding on to uh, something like a dolphin. Like if I'm holding on to a dolphin that wants to be free and wants to break loose, like I'm going to just squeeze tighter. And that's where my attention is going to go on the strain of taking from another creature, another person, another thing and having my own movement my life force just sucked out of me because of that interaction that i'm having so i woke up from this dream and this is where the two uh this episode and the um previous one would have gone together is just that i had this dream and then i think it was later the next day or later on in the day that i made the declaration that i was going to commit more to my yoga practice and the the rest of that story can be found on the previous episode of self if you want all of that but um everything lined up for me to be able to do that and that's why the last episode is titled expect success so i i share this about the dream and process it um it's it's been processed that uh like just because you have the capacity doesn't mean you need to always be at capacity, right? Live your life. Live your life the way that you choose to. Make a decision and stick to it. I don't really know much about manifestation, but I was listening to uh, the Jordan Harbinger show today. And on April 22nd, he released a podcast episode with Rob Durdit from Robin Big, from uh, Ridiculousness. He was on those shows. I think that's what he's, that's what I know him for mostly is just his shows on MTV that he was uh, like hosting. And the title of it is Manufacture. And I, I cut it off about 26 minutes in to pause it and record this podcast. And that's not why I stopped it, but it, the space that I recorded in became available. But I wanted to um, go ahead and like get my thoughts out before I was more influenced um, by what was said there so that nothing really crossed over. But the, the this manifestation process is, uh, I believe, just embodying what it is that you're setting your sights on. The, the visualizations, the acting as if, all of those things are manifesting. It, it, it seems to me like it's more so like wishing, if anything. So wishing with uh, emotion attached to it. We don't want to um, try and picture the end goal of having the things. When manifesting, it's important to embody the emotion that is attached to it, the um, the the invisible undercurrent of the feeling that you will have upon achieving whatever goal is what you should strive for you're not attached to the object you're attached to the energy of it and that's what begins to draw it into you or draw you to it but regardless it becomes this magnetic uh you tap into this like magnetism and I think that what that dream did for me was it, it was sort of a manifest 
And when I woke up from it, I think I began to manufacture. Uh, and I think that manifest is more of like a dream state thing or uh, I don't like to use the phrase woo woo. Um, but at a soul energetic level, I think we can all uh, connect with it being energetic. On an energetic level, manifesting is the same as what manufacturing is in real life. Because I don't think you can do one without the other. Can you manufacture what you can't see, what you can't, uh, what you can't envision? Can you manifest something that's not possible to create? Like I think that uh, without the other, it's just wishful thinking. It's dreaming. And in my dream, I, I have this whole like thought process about dreams as well with um in relation to the the little nursery rhyme that's what i was thinking of roll 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 your boat gently down the stream merrily 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 life is but a dream and in this dream i guess it was maybe like a stream of some sort uh which i don't know why an octopus and dolphin to be there but if my subconscious recognizes my belief about dreams to be this particular imagery then what that represents to me is just that I've had this belief that in a dream state, that's really where we exist. Uh, the the force that made us forget that we are that force. And then reality is just the illusion of separation, of separateness. And this is really just all like an entertaining game that's being played by the force of life or the force that is right everything and nothing whatever you choose to believe so in my dreams i'm learning to take those a lot more seriously so that they can be applied to life because they're almost like little little cheat codes in a way because you get an added layer of confidence when you trust what's in your dreams and you process it and the vividness of the dreams there's always something in there to take out of it and bring it into real life but that nursery rhyme really challenged me in thinking that you know just go with the flow of life it's just a dream and the reality is in that infinity and in that infiniteness of the the in energy that we are that makes us up that we make up there's a re reciprocated relationship there the more connected we are to that, the more clear our dreams and envisions can become so that that manifestation process can have such a magnetic pull to it. And that the undercurrent of the emotion that we have when we're manifesting allows for us to see the opportunities in front of us to manufacture whatever that is that we wish to manifest. So I had this dream and then I made the declaration that I spoke about on the last episode of yoga teacher training and the events that followed led to me actually uh, advancing my yoga teacher train, my yoga teaching practice, uh, my yoga practice, period. And being able to just embody that all the time or more often, let me say that I want to work towards that. And that 
being my focus, I think that that's what makes me more of the dolphin state. Yes, I am focused on this, but I still got my energetic, emotional uh, eight arms behind me as well, juggling all of the other things that need to be juggled. I'm not holding on to them. I'm not I'm no longer attached to something positive for positive people has to work out for me. It has to be this big, successful thing. If it does, great. But if not, like I'm there to do what needs to be done in order for it to continue to be what it is. Same thing with the podcast. I can continue to interview people and train people and learn more about yoga and teach yoga and have multiple relationships and have friendships and have my family and have uh, and be a personal trainer. I can do all of these things. It doesn't mean that I have to always do all of these things because when you try to do everything, you end up doing nothing. So what that means for me is figuring out what liberation looks like to me with that integration of dolphin octopus. And this is so cool to me that I was able to have this dream and remember it vividly enough for me to awaken and then process and then decide this is what my next steps are this is what's this is what's next for me i am living my dream now granted when most people say that they mean that they got a lot of money they're doing all this stuff uh, not so much for me <laughs> but i will say that i am in fact in a good place i feel as if um this is an act of self-trust. The fact that I was able to navigate my dream and think about it and have this such a clear picture, this, this clarity of what was next or what will be next, what's happening now, that there's something to be said there. There's something to be said for that. And just it, it, there's just something about the whole uh the eight arms thing that that's really resonating with me now because it can be an emotional eight arms it can be a physical eight arms you know we can't be in multiple places at once we can have some sort of a presence there but it doesn't mean that we're there energetically there and that's probably one of the bigger takeaways from the octopus is that you can't you can't be in eight places at once and be in eight places at once. You can, you know, maybe be there, but you're not there there. But that dolphin, that dolphin was in one place and that dolphin was it just it wasn't doing what the octopus was doing. <laughs> and I, I, that dolphin was free and it was just so captivating. So. I want to, I want to, I want that. I want that. I want more of that for myself. I want more of that freedom. And I feel like the path to that is just through me having established a goal for myself. And perhaps I'm aligning in a way that when uh, opportunities present themselves, they are much more vibrant than they would have been otherwise. So as I make decisions and I continue to invest in that which supports me and challenges me, but doesn't take from me or drain me, the more I do that, the more aligned I am, the more of these opportunities 
I am able to see right here in front of me without uh, getting lost in any of the distractions or trying to have to figure out, you know, what else there is that that has meaning to it. Like I'm, I'm seeing cut and dry straight to the point. Uh, and one of the ways that I believe I've reached the capacity that I'm at, which, like I said, it, it seems infinite, but perhaps this dream was telling me, hey, you're approaching that capacity, like you're getting to your limit. But one of the ways that I found that my limit has been expanded has been through community. I believe that community expands a person's capacity to serve. I believe that in supporting people who have been living with uh, herpes over the last four years. I think that that's expanded my own capacity for emotional support just through empathy and uh, understanding really where people are coming from, from so many different angles, so many different walks of life, and all of the elements of not sexual health that are impacted or that contribute to a person's need for support, a need for community. Without this, I don't know that I would have, um, I don't know that I would have had the capacity that I have. And I, the way that I'm able to use my emotional capacity, my energetic capacity has just been phenomenal to me because I didn't even know it was there, y'all. I had no idea that I could take on this much stuff. And now that I know that I can, I, I, I'm going to do it more consciously, more deliberately. And the first step of being more deliberate about that is to just be intentional with the use of my eight energetic arms, right? So that may look like with something positive for positive people, focus on the people who reach out to me. Because I've sought out people and been like, oh, hey, you were interested in therapy at one point, blah, blah, blah. And it just hasn't worked out the way that it should have. And I know that people um, struggle with communication. People don't want to let me down or disappoint me. But there have been instances where like I've gotten people enrolled. I paid up front and then they just don't show up to the sessions. Right. So that's me holding on to something too long, too hard and needing to perhaps like approach that in a different way. So the simple answer for change there has been, all right, if somebody reaches out to me and they are serious and they're willing to invest a donation, a conversation with me. All right. Yeah, let's make it. Let's take it to the next level of getting you enrolled in therapy. Same thing with group therapy. Like that's been the most efficient thing. We've got 12 people in there. 12 people are consistently showing up and that's going to end in June. And that's something that's continuing to work. So keep doing it with my podcast. I'm consistently interviewing people once a week or uploading episodes once a week. And it's the same thing with self once a week. This is for me. This is me not using my uh, one of my arms in a way that it's extending me to other people. This is my uh, play in the water time, so to speak. At my gym, like I've made my time schedule 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Come back at 4.30 until 6.30. Unless, you know, there's a class or something. But that's another way that I'm able to use my, quote, energetic arm to the point where I'm not 
I'm not maximizing the capacity of my capacity highways or my energetic highways. So it's like, all right, 6 to 10 and then 430 to 630. Bam. And now I'm wanting to use my I want to exercise my yoga arm. So my yoga tentacle is what's being worked on now. And the limitation of that is now what's being expanded and exercised and explored so that I can discover what more can I do? Who knows? Perhaps, you know, working this aspect is going to strengthen the other seven limbs, the other seven uh, uh, tentacles, so to speak. Right. And there's just so much more here to process just from from dreams and from like just exploring what excuse me exploring what uh what what it means to hit our capacity and what it means to um welcome and embrace a community and what that does for us like we look at community almost like what it does for other people but what does it do for us you know you take people with a common unity and you bring them together and you offer you you created a space for support for them to be able to explore and expand themselves knowing that if they do get drained they can take a break and know that the cause that they're working for the people that they serve are still going to be served and that the movement is still going to continue to go forward that's what community is and i i found that i found that for myself i have uh created for me, what I need, what I've always needed and just didn't know. I didn't know that I needed what I need or what I have right now until I got here. But the only way to really understand that and explore that really in a safe way is not through isolation. Is through community. Let community be what you use to test your limits, have your expansions, um, and, and, and see what your capacity is. Community assists with your capacity to um, to serve. I, I feel good about that. I feel good with where this went. I feel good about how uh, I process a dream. I, I don't feel like I ramble too much. I know that I've repeated myself uh, quite a bit here. But... Uh, I believe that I got the point across. I, I said what I felt needed to be put in this space. And I will sleep well tonight knowing that I've done that. Knowing that I am living in my within my capacity. Knowing what my limitations are. And I hope that someone's able to take something from this and explore what their own limitations are maybe you're not an octopus maybe you're not a spider maybe you're something that has way more legs maybe you're something with way less legs <laughs> but this was just my interpretation so maybe an octopus symbolizes something else for you when i googled it the octopus was chaos and the dolphin represented peace so these are two complete opposites and i don't think it's about polarity it's here it's about integration so we can explore both extremes to find where we can integrate the two. Energetically, I have eight arms. Energetically, I am a dolphin. Energetically, I'm connected with everything. Physically, I can manufacture that in which I manifest. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Self. If you liked it, please leave a rating or a review uh, for this podcast. If you don't like it, man, that's that's on you because it's for me. (laughs) I got something out of this episode. (laughs) I get something out of just knowing that I have this to look forward to every week. So it's so amazing to be able to come here and just freely speak on what's happening inside my mind, what's going on with my life, what's uh, my beliefs and how things are changing with boundaries and all of that because that's really what this is about this is all about my own self-exploration self-development self-discovery i don't know why i said development self-exploration self-discovery and self-expression so i thank you for uh, allowing me to be experienced and to allow yourself to have the experience of being here and just taking something from me you know, i'm just some dude with a podcast all right thank you